Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dean's List. I'm your host, Leslie Villaros, Vice President for Student Development and Dean of Students here at Gardner-Webb. The Dean's List is designed to focus on our students and programs that they are leading to celebrate their achievements and to discuss topics that surround our students today. The students at Gardner-Webb are the heart and soul of the university, and I'm honored to be able to share these stories with you on The Dean's List each month. Today's episode will spotlight the work that our students and staff are doing in the area of housing and residence education. I will be joined by five of our resident advisors today that work for the Office of Housing and Residence Education. Later in the episode, you will hear from one of our professional staff members from Housing and Residence and Education about the ways in which they support our students, as well as a few important updates for the fall of 2023. How do you support Gardner-Webb Athletics? Join the Bulldog Club. What's in it for you? Access. Special deals on tickets, regular communications with the latest schedules, early access to tickets, special Bulldog Club gear, and most importantly, you get to support our student-athletes. Go to GardnerWeb.edu and search for Bulldog Club and join today. So we are back um, on the Dean's List, and I'm very excited to be able to be joined by some of our fabulous student leaders, some of our resident advisors. Um, for those of you at home listening um, who don't know what a resident advisor is, it's um, our students who live in the residence halls with our students, and they serve as a mentor for our students that live in the residence halls. They program for students and really overall serve as a resource for our students. So very um, important role that these students play. So I'm going to start by just going around the table and asking each of you to introduce yourself. Um, so tell me your name, where you're from, what your major is, and how long you've been um, an RA with us. So go ahead. Um, so I'm Mary Evelyn Murray. Um, I'm from Salisbury, North Carolina, and I'm an art major with a minor in business. I've been an RA since, I guess, August 2021. Awesome. Welcome. Hey, guys. My name is Corey Dragon. I'm from Clover, South Carolina. I'm a computer science major, and I have been an RA for my, this is my first year. All right. Great. Thank you. Hi, I'm Holly Clark. I'm from Broadway, North Carolina. I'm a criminal justice major with a Homeland Security minor, and this is my first year being an RA. Wonderful. Thank you. Hey, uh, I'm James Fleckenstein. Uh, I'm from Wasilla, Alaska. Wasilla, um, I'm a- Alaska. Can we say that five times? Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's a bit. It's yes. a mouthful. Um, but I'm an American Sign Language major with a minor in, in interpreting, and this is my first semester being an RA. It is. Welcome. Thank you. My name is Micah Mulder. I am from Seneca, South Carolina. I'm a double major in psychology and sociology with a minor in philosophy. And I this is my third year as an RA. Awesome. Great. Well, awesome. Thank you guys for introducing yourselves. So I think we have a good representation of um, backgrounds and years here. But So I'm going to ask a few questions. You all just jump in um, and tell me what you think. So I'm going to start with by asking you all, what made you apply to be a resident advisor. And do not say because I wanted my own room. Okay. We know that is the perk, but but just give us a an honest reason as to why you wanted to be a part of, of this office and this job. 
one of the reasons I uh, really wanted to be an RA and um, desired to apply for the position is because uh, my professional career goals are to be an interpreter for mm-hmm. the deaf and work with people in that way. So by applying for being an RA and working as an RA, I get a lot of experience and on-the-job training about what I'm going to be doing in my real life after I graduate right. um, by working with people, learning how to manage people, learning different types of people, um, and also building management and stuff right. like that. So it just applied to my career goals in the future. So absolutely, that's why. absolutely. And I think, James, that's a good way to look at it. Not a lot of students think about how that has practical knowledge and experience. Anybody else want to share why they became an RA? Um, for me, it started with like being a creative person and knowing mm-hmm. that I have experience with like the bulletin board type mm-hmm. tasks, but also I had a lot of ideas for event planning and stuff like that that I knew I would enjoy because I came here during 2020, which was like the COVID mm. semester. But as things started to lighten up with that, when I became an RA, I thought there was more opportunity for me to be able to kind of have a voice in what we did and right. how everyone could enjoy what they were doing, if that right. makes sense. Right. Um, but also I want to be a college professor eventually in mm. arts. So okay. I feel like hearing my residents like talk about what they like about their classes, what they don't also will help me. Like you said. Oh, absolutely. That's cool. Tell me, um, what are some of the challenging things about being an RA? Um, with that comes great responsibility. So tell me a little bit about um, what, what are some of those challenges? I think more than anything, uh, the biggest challenge is really finding that balance of respect for yourself, but also the residents as well. Uh, really, what pro staff and all of the administration at Garden Web does a great job at is really making sure that we as RAs understand that our time as a student is just as important as those residents, mm-hmm. um, and that sometimes you have to you have to be able to give yourself a little bit of grace and understand that you're not perfect, nor is that resident. So, if you um, you know if you struggle at any point, it's okay to say you struggle. It's college; we all do it, and everybody can work as a team and and can do well. If you just realize that, you know, you have to give yourself grace at times. Corey, that was a great answer. That was a very good answer. Yes. Well, good. Anybody else want to jump in? Um, I'm in the commons, Ooh, which is yes. the suites in the apartments. Spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there is so many people in there, and I'm a criminal justice major, so I have to like work with people when yes. I graduate. So one of the big challenges is just like the different types of personalities you mm-hmm. come across, and mm-hmm. there's just some people who aren't gonna like you and are gonna have a right. bad attitude because you're an RA. But mm-hmm. working through that and building the relationship and the trust is really re- rewarding at the end of the day. Right. Right. And and I'll just take a little bit more off of what you just said, Holly, because I think that's uh, important. I think oftentimes um, housing and RAs get a bad rap, right? That you all are the police or you're just trying to get people in trouble when you're just really trying to do your best to help protect your community and, and you're following the code of conduct or just like you said, you're expected to follow the code of conduct. So tell me, how, how do you, um, number one, build relationships with your residents? And how do you help break down some of that that facade or some of that, oh, those RAs, they're just big, scary people, right? I think one of the big things that I do is kind of build connections and get to really know the people mm-hmm. and, like, build meaning, meaningful relationships, get to know where they're from and whatnot. Once they see that I'm also a person and one of their friends, they begin to kind of respect me more and listen to me more and enjoy hanging out with me more. Right, right, good, good. Um, to add to that, I have, like, 
third floor strap. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of my girls are freshmen. And so Mm -hmm. at first I was worried about connecting with them as a junior. But like the first week they were here, I really like made sure on like the group chat I made to be clear that they were willing, they were able to like come in anytime and grab tea or coffee with me okay. and just like Wonderful. sit on my bed and just talk with me. Wonderful. And a lot of them actually did that. So I feel like that established like an accessibility mm-hmm. that therefore they felt comfortable talking with me about anything or asking questions. Wonderful. So, yeah. Awesome. So someone, I know I described a little bit about, um, what an RA does, um, but someone tell me about the process. How, how do I uh, begin to, to apply to be an RA? And then once I apply, what does that look like? And then do I have a training I have to go through? Tell me a little bit more about what that looks like. Well, I'm, usually every now and then we'll send out emails for like applications to become an RA. Mm-hmm. You fill it out and send it in. And then usually you'll be contacted to kind of like go through an interview or what we kind of call RA carousel, where mm-hmm. it's a little bit more than just sitting down and asking questions, right. but rather going through like different sort of like events in like, Working with working within a team with other interviewees and other ap- applications, it's really really fun. I think sometimes we have you work in a group to like build your own dorm or something, or build your own event, right? So really stuff like that. And then afterwards, you will probably be contacted. You'll have to go like straight to housing, and then like after a certain amount of time, you go to housing, and they'll give you like an envelope saying where your placement was, okay. and if you're on the applicant list. All right, mm-hmm. awesome. We also do, um, you know, we do, certainly do a summer training. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right at the right at the beginning of August before school begins, we make sure, or housing, uh, residents, education, they make sure that they get us well trained. We go through right about a week of training. It pretty much we do a bunch of a bunch of different trainings, ranging from learning how to deal with time management, learning how to deal with certain situations, uh, some simple situations, some difficult ones. Uh, just a, a range of different training, you know, they certainly make sure that you're you're well trained and ready for the job. Mm-hmm. We also have our spring training, which is funny enough, actually, right in the wintertime, but it's for the <laughs> spring semester. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so we, we also do a training then, which is a lot shorter and much nicer, if mm. I'm being completely honest. Okay, uh, we'll take that the, to note. Okay. For the time span that we do it. That also is basically just a refresher, and also everybody gets to kind of get ready for the spring semester, and, you know, some Hawaiian shirts are, are worn, even though, like I said, it's in the winter. You start feeling that warmth on your skin, and it uh, it is very nice knowing that you got through your first semester, and that that, that training is much shorter, right. and you're getting ready. Would you all say that it's a, a big-time commitment to be an RA? I'd say it's a manageable-time commitment okay. if you right. schedule yourself correctly. Um, with the RA job, it's pretty nice because it is flexible, but when they need you, you need to be present for Mm, it. So something that I've had to find out is in order to commit to my job and really be able to pursue it, um, effectively, I really have to sometimes work ahead in school so that Mm. if I have to stay up till one or two at night, filing a report, uh, dealing with a student, something like that, Mm -hmm. then I'm able to have that window of, um, kind of push back to where I can um, have some school ahead of time so I don't get behind. But they definitely work with your schedule and your graduate resident directors help so much to help work with your schedule. Good, good, very good, good. I mean, yes, it is about managing your time and and planning ahead, absolutely. So to to round us out, I'm going to ask each of you to um, answer this question. We'll start with Micah. So if you could think about one thing that you would want your residents to know, Okay. Now it could be 
look, just pick up the trash or don't do this or, hey, I'm I'm here or whatever that is. If you could think of one thing that you would want your residents to know, what would that be? Um, that I'm not a big scary hall monitor and I'm there for oh, them and I'm their friend. You are not the hall you can, monitor. You can come yes. to me for anything. Good. That's okay. What I want them all, all right. To know. Okay. I love it. Good. Something that um, I've been trying to teach all my residents this semester is that everything that I talk about and everything I enforce is all in the student handbook. Amen. And James. all in the exactly <laughs> all in it the is. student code of conduct. Yes. And they yes. all had it before they came to school. So mm-hmm. definitely, if I was to give them advice, it would be read the student handbook and know what your rights are, know what the rules are of the dorm before you come and live in it. I I mean, that's exactly what I would have said, James. I mean, that is so important. Read the student handbook. Yes. Go ahead, Holly. One of the things I would like my residents to know is just to take their laundry out of the washroom. They have 15 minutes and Mm -hmm. it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. (laughs) It is. And then people get mad when people put their stuff on the floor and that's a whole hot mess. Absolutely. What about you, Corey? I think if I had anything that I would want my residents to know more than anything above all else, I guess you could say, I think it would just be that when you're in that community, make sure that you're building a a community that you would want. And Mm. that, that means that you can, you can make a difference, even if it's checking on a person one day, and, you know, you think that that doesn't make that much of an impact. Just remember that the, the little things in life are what make the big picture. So just remember that. Corey, that was excellent. Y'all can make me cry. <laughs> Love it. Um, I think the main thing I've tried to make clear with my residents this semester and last semester is that I'm not just a resource for, like, facts, even though I'm always open mm-hmm. to talking about, like, regulations and stuff like that and mm-hmm. what's allowed and what's not. Right. Um, but I have always tried to like make it very clear that I'm there as also just emotional support. Mm. And also I'm a college student too. So I understand what they're going through and I hope that I can be as an upperclassman to them. I can be an example and like, just like someone to say, you're not alone in that right. and like talk about my experience right? and hopefully like relate to them a little bit right. more than sometimes faculty can. Right. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. Well, thank you all. Thank you all for your wonderful responses. Thank you for being with us today. Um, and more importantly, thank you for working as a part of our team. We know that um, this is a, a difficult job and we ask you all to do a lot and at the same time still be a student here. And so we are very grateful for you and the work that you're doing. And, and we just are very appreciative. So when we come back, I will be joined by Shelby Lynn Bolshe, our Director of Housing and Residence Education, who is going to talk to us more about some of the wonderful initiatives that are being planned in support of our community. Did you know that Gardner-Webb University Housing now offers new apartment options for single, graduate, or professional students? The four-bedroom apartments are fully furnished and include two bathrooms, living and dining areas, laundry room, and a kitchen equipped with an electric range and full-size refrigerator. Water, power, trash pickup, Wi-Fi, and Spectrum cable streaming services are all included in the residential amenities fee. In addition, these graduate or professional students will also have access to University Police, Settle Wellness Center, and campus facilities. For more information about the graduate student housing, visit the Gardner-Webb website at gardner-webb.edu or email housing at gardner-webb.edu. 
Welcome back. I am joined now with Shelby Lynn Bolshe, who is our Director of Housing and Residence Education. Shelby has been at Gardner-Webb almost two years, um, and actually, um, as of today, so the day we're, we're, um, we're um, taping this podcast, um, she has been promoted to the Director of Housing and Residence Education. So very exciting, um, and we didn't plan this podcast for this date and this opportunity, but I think, I think it's a perfect fit. So um, Shelby, thank you for joining us today. So um, just want to talk with you. We, we earlier in this episode, um, we had a number of your RAs um, and that talked a little bit about their role, how they navigate being a, a resident advisor. Um, but I wanted to, to hear from you about some of the initiatives that are going on um, within housing and residence education. So if you could start um, by telling us a little bit more about the first year living community. I know we're, we're finishing this first year, but sure. can you talk a little bit about what how that all came about? Sure. So as Leslie mentioned, I've been at the university for almost two years mm-hmm. now. And so after our first year at the university, we realized we had a lot of first-year students kind of scattered across campus, right. and they weren't all getting the same experience. And we realized, you know, we could work with our University 111 class to try to create that uniform experience for mm-hmm. all of our first-year students to really get them involved with campus life in their right. first year. And so what we did was we partnered with University 111, and we took five of our residence halls and transitioned them all to first-year living mm-hmm. spaces. Right. And so this for, this year was our first year doing it, and it seems to be really successful we had our group of freshmen all live together. They seem like they really love getting along with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like it's kind of pulled some of the athletic populations together, mm-hmm. some people they may have not normally, you know, talked to. Right. It's kind of gotten them out of the shells. And so that's been super exciting to see how that's kind of transitioned within this year and how we're going to transition into next year, kind of growing it even further by offering our first living learning community okay. within our honors facility. Ooh. All right. Okay. For those of our listeners who don't know what a living learning community is, can you, can you tell us a little bit more about what that is? Sure. So a living learning community is essentially when you tie in the academic piece into where the student is living. Mm, And so we'll work with that university 111 class specifically for honor students to bring in some of that class material into the residence hall within programming, um, within like their advisor coming to the lobby and offering office hours there and just having that unified experience from the classroom to where they're living. Right. What What are some of the um, programs that you all did? And, and just thinking about specifically for those first-year students, knowing yeah. that that is a huge transition, talk to us a little bit more about some of the things that you all did. Sure. So anything as small as just thinking about how to do laundry, because oh, this is their first time living yes. away from yep. home. And so mm-hmm. we want them to learn how to be an adult away from their family. And so we taught them how to do laundry. We taught them, you know, how to budget. We we taught them about diversity and inclusion, what it is to be a part of, you know, the Gardner Web experience. Right. And so something as small as, like I said, doing a laundry program and something as big as having, you know, a, a bash on the lawn yeah. where we had all of our residence halls just kind of get together, have games and food and just kind of mingle together. And those, those were some of the things we did. Awesome. Some really, really good events and you all had um, some excellent attendance. Yeah. So good work on that. So thinking ahead for next year, right. um, share with us um, the, the initiative about graduate housing and um, where that will be and um, how um, our graduate students can take advantage of housing on campus. Sure. So 
we are really excited to be able to offer this to our graduate population. And so what we've done is we've taken one of our apartment buildings, Building B, mm-hmm. offline, and we've allowed for our graduate population to come on campus to live with undergrad students just yes. in their own building. Right. And so we're going to offer it as soon as May, and Good. hopefully we'll have some students buy into it. But we want to offer it to our non-traditional populations, such right. as maybe your PA program, the MDiv, your ABSN. We want to offer those that are having a hard time finding housing mm-hmm. in the area to have the opportunity to live on campus Perfect. where they have resources at their fingertips. Absolutely. And, and I would just add to that, if Um, you are a graduate student that's listening or incoming or you're here and you need housing to just go ahead and um, contact Housing and Residence Education um, or you can look on our website to get some more information because I I just think that's going to be a really good opportunity for our students. So talk to me um, whether I'm a new or um, returning student. How do, how do I apply for housing? Sure, that's right? a great question. It is question. a great question so, because some of you out there haven't done that Haven't yet. applied for housing. <laughs> so if you're a new student, um, your first step is obviously apply to the university. We yes. want you to apply to be with us. We want you to pay your deposit. Right. Um, and from there, your admissions counselor is going to say, okay, it's time to start the housing process. And so you're going to go into your housing portal through WebConnect and you're going to fill out that application. I know it seems long, but it's okay. You're going to make it through it. Yeah. Um, do the housing application, find that roommate. There's a portion on there for you to find a roommate and then you're going to pick a room. Mm-hmm. And for our new student population, it's actually open as of this week. Um, as of April 17th for you to go in and select your housing okay. um, and it will remain open the rest of the summer. So again, if you have issues or questions about that, please reach out to our housing office and we can help you with that. For our returning students, mm-hmm. um, we want you to go ahead and get that housing selected. It's been open since March. Um, what you're going to do is going to go in, complete your housing application. With that, you'll pay a deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, once you do both of those things, you can go ahead and find the roommates and select housing as well. And so um, again, if you're having issues with that, reach out to us. But we want to encourage you all to get that done sooner rather than later because the earlier you select, the more likely you are to get the options that you want for your housing location for the next fall. Right. So a couple of things I heard you just say that are important. Um, number one is for new students, um, there is an application that um, opens April 17th, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, um, we've got a number of great resources yes. um, on the website um, for those prospective students. Um, I know, Shelby, you just did a Zoom um, on Monday, and there's going to be more opportunities for sure. that. And then just a reminder for our returning students, um, you can still select your housing. Yes. Um, I know a lot. oftentimes we wait to the last minute, um, but this is your home away from home. And so we want to make sure that you have a good experience um, in um, your living situation. So make sure that you contact housing if you haven't um, done that. So Shelby, talk to us a little bit about um, we are at the end of the semester, which I know we are all um, very relieved and glad for that. Um, but tell me, as a residential student, what are some important things I need to know about um, checking out? Sure. 
um, and then really coming back to, to campus in the fall? Sure. So as we come up on our closing um, process, it's really important to just remember, you know, when are your exams? When do you need to check out by? Have you told your parents they need to come pick you up? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of start looking at those things. Your RAs have put up schedules around the building. We've sent you an email about closing. And so it's kind of got some important dates in there. So May 5th at noon, we will officially close all of our residence halls. And so make sure that you have all of your stuff out of your room. You've checked out with one of our RAs by that point. But some of the important things to remember through the checkout processes is make sure you're cleaning your room before you leave and Mm. taking all of your belongings with you because anything that is left behind in the room, unfortunately, will be considered abandoned property and will be donated or thrown away um, as we clean up the spaces for summer camps in that transition. And so it's really important that you make sure that you don't leave anything behind and that you do check out with an RA. Um, You will need to sign up to check out with your RA at least 24 hours in advance. So that way they know what their schedule is through their exams as well, because as our RA said earlier, they are students as well. And so it's important that you're respectful of their time as well as they're going to be respectful of your time. And so just remember, clean your room, sign up for a checkout time and show up and turn your key in. Okay. So those are three easy tasks, right? Clean your room. Your room should already be clean, (laughs) right? We all know that. Um, Shelby, thank you for sharing that. That's sure. just a, a good reminder um, for us and for our students. And then the other thing I'll say is that um, it's important um, that um, students, new and, and returning students, are checking their email because we are going to send um, a lot of important information over the summer. And so it's important that you do that. And the other thing I'm going to put a plug in for is um, in um, our closing emails that we've sent our students, Shelby has created a student satisfaction survey for housing. And really, ultimately, um, that is to understand how we can can really um, increase satisfaction within, um, you know, our community. So to to close us out, Shelby, just um, talk to me a little bit about you know, what is what is your vision? What's your definition of a community? And how can our students be a part of that? Sure. So my definition of a community is a group or a population that is living together or is together on campus that care for each other, care for the place that they're living in, and want to have, you know, a sense of belonging. And, you know, for us in housing, it's really important that we emphasize the the responsibility of what a community is and how every student plays a factor in that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my vision for housing is to to have that strong community, not only in each individual residence hall, but across our residential campus, mm-hmm. because without you students, we wouldn't be a campus. All and right, so it's important right. for us to, you know, you all need to be satisfied in where you live. And that's why the satisfaction survey is really important to us. We want to make your experience better so that way you can enjoy living here and have a a better community. Absolutely, Shelby. Great, great answer. And I think that's a great way to close um, because the students are the the people that make this community. And so um, it's important that we're working with them to create that community. So thank you. Thank you for being with me today. Um, Thank you um, for your continued hard work to make the housing experience for our students um, better every day. And um, congratulations on your new role. We're all very excited and um, very proud of you. So thank you. Thank you for having me. 
So thank you all for tuning in to the Dean's List this month. I'm your host, Leslie Villarose, Vice President of Student Development and Dean of Students. I hope that you will join us for our next episode, which will feature other ways that our students are making a difference at Gardner-Webb and in the community. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.